This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know who does not need assistance? The Cleveland Guardians in the AL Central because they are the defending champs, 92 and 70 in 2022. Their win total, 87 and a half at BetMGM. So the book expecting a little bit of regression. They're plus 140 to win the division, 13 to 1 to win the AL, 25 to 1 to win the World Series. Their biggest offseason acquisition, signing Josh Bell. First baseman, DH from the Padres, a two-year, $33 million contract. This team is the class of the division, the favorites, but also Chelsea, this is not a strong division. No, it's not. But this is a team that I wouldn't be shocked if they can make some waves in the postseason. Because if you remember, they lost to the Yankees 3-2 to two in the ALDS. But mm-hmm. this team has a high potential because it all starts with their starting rotation. One of the best starting rotations, I think, in baseball. Especially if we get the Shane Bieber that we saw back when he won the Cy Young in 2020. Plus, Tristan McKenzie is a young guy that seems to be only getting better if he can get his control under command this is a guy that has super high strikeout potential like he has electric stuff Mm -hmm. and then you have the back end of the the bullpen that has emmanuel clays one of the best um, closers in all of baseball so it's a team that's not going to knock your socks off with home runs they hit for average they have a great rotation they have a great bullpen so they're pretty good at winning like close games. Like if they can keep the score low, it's probably mm-hmm. going to be the Guardians. Um, so I think the bet for me on the Guardians would be 13 to 1 to win the American League. Plus 140 to win the division. Like yeah. I think if it was longer odds, I would like it. But I don't know. I, I think the good nugget that Bill, our executive producer, put on here. Cleveland was really good at beating up on teams in their own division. Last year, they were 47 and 29 within divisional play, but just 33 and 33 against uh, other teams that were not in their division in the American League. So the, with the sp- schedule changes, maybe that's a little different for the Guardians, but I do think it's a team with a ton of potential. Yeah, I think so, too. And when you look at their lineup, at least, Josh Bell will add some punch for sure. doesn't really hit for average, and he was okay with the Padres, but can certainly hit for power. This is more of a top-heavy lineup because you obviously have Jose Ramirez. This is a guy who was one of the MVP candidates last season, hit 280, 44 doubles, drove in 126 runs. You've got Andreas Jimenez. He finished sixth in AL MVP voting. He's just 24. And then you add Josh Bell, so... Steven Kwan, another guy right there at the top of the lineup who's very talented. So it's the bottom of that lineup that's a little weak. But you're right. They have enough tools here 
to, I think, make a run. So if I'm going to bet this division, I, I don't like the value at plus 140, but I do like 13 to 1 to win the American League. And they've got some interesting pitching as well. A little weak on the back end, but when you take, there's enough talent, I would say, overall on this roster that there is some value at taking them to win the American League at 13 to 1. Well, and also in the postseason, you just need three or four top line starters. A lot of times you don't even have to go to your fifth guy because by the time the you know game four rolls around, you can go back to your first starter. So I think the Guardians are are built well for the postseason in that regard. Mm-hmm. And also, like I'm not a believer in the Yankees that much in the postseason. I think usually they're overhyped. Uh, so I do like the Guardians here. If you're interested in betting on the Guardians in any way, uh, their win total, 87.5. That seems pretty high. I think I'm staying away from that. They won 92 games last year, and it was a great season for them. Uh, and then 25-1 yeah. to 1 to win the World Series. I don't think I'm super interested in that. Uh, I think the ceiling for the Guardians is maybe the ALCS for me because here's the thing. Even if you don't think the Guardians are going to win the American League, you just need them to get to the ALCS so you can have a hedging opportunity on the other end. Say you take them at 13 to 1, you can still mm-hmm. make a considerable profit if you hedge the other side. So that's the only play I really like from all of those options. Let's talk about the starting rotation for the Guardians. And certainly when you look at Shane Bieber, he's about as good as it gets. The ace of the staff, no question about it. But Tristan McKenzie made a big step last year, had an ERA just under three, 2.96, had a 500 record. And look, he took a huge step. If he takes another step forward this season, all of a sudden, that's a very, very strong one-two punch. And McKenzie is just sort of scratching the surface of what he can do. But he certainly seems like a guy who is entrenched as that number two guy. For sure. But I don't think it really matters. Like during the regular season, like a one and a two, You know, it's like 1A and 1B. It doesn't really matter. It's really when you get to the postseason is like when you are deciding, hey, do we really want to put this guy? But also, he is a young guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. His debut was just in 2020 as opposed to Shane Bieber, who won the Cy Young in 2020. So I think you usually go with the veteran presence there if it was a a postseason question there. But I think Mm -hmm. Tristan McKenzie is somebody who you take a long, hard look at his strikeout prop. Uh, Last year, his numbers weren't like super yeah. overwhelming, but he was averaging uh, at least um, a strikeout per inning, 190 strikeouts through 191 innings of work, or I guess he's one short of averaging a, a strikeout per inning. But still, if anybody has electric stuff other than Shane Bieber, it's Tristan McKenzie, and that is the the potential you'll see uh, with, the, with him in the rotation. So somebody who I will be considering for strikeout props – also, it always, you know, always you factor in the number, but still, mm-hmm. I'm excited to bet on the Guardians this year. I'm wondering if they're going to be priced the same because last year, I think they were mm-hmm. so profitable because people didn't really see them coming. But this year, it's not going to be the case. So we'll see what some of the prices are, um, but they're not coming out of the woodwork. I've asked this to the guests that we've had on the show when we're talking about this division in particular. And I want to ask you because I feel like you are definitely someone who is more more knowledgeable when it comes to baseball than I am, but how much of the Indian success this season will be predicated on how talented they are versus how weak this division is, because it's not the strongest division in baseball. I don't think it's a weak division though. The white Sox, if they perform to even like three fourths of the level of expectations, 
they have a good roster. Like, it's not that they yeah. are not talented. They've just had some injuries. And also the Twins, like, I wouldn't put uh, any money on them to win the postseason, but they have some good pieces. Carlos Correa yeah. and Byron Buxton, if they can both stay, stay healthy. So I wouldn't necessarily call this a bad division. Yes, the Tigers are bad. Yes, the Royals are bad. But still, like, games they could definitely lose against divisional foes. No, it's very true. It's a good point. Not the strongest, but certainly not a terribly weak division. It just, it's top heavy and the bottom sort of falls out. How much do you put into a team that is managed by someone who has a good track record? Like Terry Francona is a guy who has led the Guardians to either a first or second place finish in seven consecutive years. Their lowest win total over that span is 80 games. That was a COVID year or non-COVID year, I should say. But they average 92 a year. So when you have a guy who's been there, who's been at the pinnacle, do you tend to put more trust in that team because you know the guy leading the way has that experience? I think it definitely is a good thing as opposed to the flip side, mm -hmm. what we saw from the White Sox last year. Tony Russo definitely cost them games the way he was made those games. So you will not get that from Terry Francona. He's a good manager. Guys like playing for him. He is the player manager so that's the other thing i think he's very good at key clubhouse loose so if you see a team that's kind of struggling and they're on a losing streak which is going to happen it's a long season i think you have more faith in teams like that with managers who i think have been seasoned and you know dealing with players and players like him uh to get out of that so yes it does make a factor or make an impact i should say if you're betting on a team a little more confidence yeah, and when you look at these win totals, something to keep in mind is that scheduling is switching up this year in Major League Baseball. So these teams are going to play less less games in the division and more more games outside of the division. So when you look at Cleveland last year, it won 92 games, and now their win total is 87 and a hook. The reason why is not necessarily because they're supposed to regress as a team, but because they're playing more teams outside the division. And last year, they had a lot more success playing teams within the AL Central. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.